Peace Corps gives us a chance to show a side of our country which is too often submerged. Our desire to live in peace, our desire to be of help. There can be no greater service to our country and no source of pride more real than to be a member of the Peace Corps of the United States. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the My Peace Corps Story podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Lloyd, and I'm here to help tell the stories of current and returned Peace Corps volunteers. If you like what you hear today, be sure to connect with me over at MyPeaceCorpsStory.com and on Instagram at MyPeaceCorpsStory and on Facebook by searching for My Peace Corps Story. If you are listening to this podcast right now, uh, take a screenshot of the player, post it on Instagram, and tag me and let me know where you guys are listening from. I would love to know. Maybe it's from uh, your hut in village or on your commute here in the United States or somewhere else in between. I would love to really connect with you guys more on social media and know what you are up to. On this week's episode, rather than talking to a current or returned Peace Corps volunteer, I talk with a host country national who worked closely with a Peace Corps volunteer during her service. Now, this person was inspired by another volunteer 16 years ago and has continued working. Very often, I think a lot of Peace Corps volunteers leave their service not really knowing what impact they were able to have and accomplish. But from just conversations that you have with people in your community, you could be starting something so great and so big. And that is what I have to share today on this episode of the My Peace Corps Story podcast. This is this is this is this is my my Peace Corps Peace Corps my Peace Corps my Peace Corps story story story. My name is Solomon Amuzu. And this is my Peace Corps story. Solomon, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, and you? Uh, doing well, doing well. Excited that we could finally connect. We've been Facebooking back and forth. You were actually just in the United States, and uh, we missed each other. We weren't uh, able to connect. Uh, but I've, right. been, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. Great. You know, I was also looking forward to talking to you. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a first for the My Peace Corps Story podcast uh, because uh, you weren't a, a Peace Corps volunteer, but you worked yeah. directly with a Peace Corps volunteer. And because of that work, it sort of uh, led to the, the rest of your life and the amazing work that you've been doing in Ghana. Exactly. Can you start off and just let us know a little bit about, uh, about yourself? Okay, so I'm Solomon Amuzu and I'm 32 years of age. But when I was 16 years of age, I met um, Pitsakta um, when she was posted in my community in the eastern region of Ghana. So when Kate came, um, I was inspired by what, um, about what she is doing in the community, you know, raising trees and, you know, planting them in the community. But I was majoring with Kate when we were raising Moringa seedlings. And those seedlings were distributed throughout some hospitals and clinics and also to pregnant women because of its nutritional value. And also I got inspired by Kate to start um, learning about organic production and also to study permaculture. Mm -hmm. And you started, you know, with Kate when you were 16, now you're 32. So that's 16 years ago. Right. 
Yeah. And and what have you been doing since then? You've been uh, very active in Ghana, um, sort of promoting uh, sustainable agriculture, permaculture. Um, what, what are you up to uh, now? So actually, um, back in 2015, but before I used to work for so many community development projects when I completed college, which was supported by Kate and also um, some other friends of hers. So when I completed the college, I started working with missionaries um, back at the northern region in Ghana. We were like helping with community gardening. And then from there, I met this gentleman from the Ghana Permaculture, who is currently the founder of Ghana Permaculture Institute. Um, he said, OK, I have a piece of land being sponsored by Lash. Lash is a cosmetic company um, in the whole world. So they sponsored Paul with um, some money and then he was able to buy a land. So I was the first person to develop the Ghana Permaculture Institute, putting up some various designs on the site. And then from there, I had to come back to Accra, where I was originally raised, to start my own organization called Call to Nature Permaculture Ghana. And I named this because I tried, um, you know, pulling back from what nature wants, but I keep going into it you know so i try to name my organization called to nature permaculture so currently what we are doing is to promote all community you know impactful projects like tree planting community gardening and also the biggest one is the government school feeding program being basically carbohydrates we try to um, produce organic vegetables to supplement the government school feeding so it's also um, a project that we are using to encourage like early childhood education. We bring students to the farm to learn about organic productions and permaculture. And then at the end, they feed on the produce on the farm. And also we're trying to sell a small portion, about 20 percent, and then to generate income to support students who parents cannot afford, you know, so that they wouldn't become a victim like me because my parents wasn't able to support me with my education. Um, and then Kate came in to help me with that. So this mm -hmm. is basically what we've been doing. And I've been involved with the Peace Corps throughout the project. And then, and, you know, it, it's, it's getting so big, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then going back to when, when you were 16, working with Kate, uh, did, you, did you know much about uh, permaculture and, and gardening? I mean, I assume that you, you came from a, a background of, of agriculture, but what what did you really learn from Kate? So what I learned, one thing I could always remember from Kate, you know, uh, in Ghana by then, we used a lot of such a, you know, plastic and bottles and all of that. But any time someone finished using that, you know, uh, maybe water from the such water, they throw it just like that. But I realized Kate would come out of the house and then be picking along the, you know, along the road, the streets in the village, you know, and people will be like, I'm sorry to say, is this woman going crazy? You understand? Mm -hmm. But not knowing we are instead going crazy because we litter around and we doesn't take good care of the environment, you know. So that was one basic thing I learned from Kate and also how Kate helped me to understand the concept of organic farming and also permaculture. Because she was like, oh, Solomon, we could do something on my land. And I was like, OK, we have to get this weedy side. And she said, no, there's a new way to go. You understand? And so um, she had to direct me as to what to do, you know, and I was able to grow 
a huge amount of tomatoes on her property without using any synthetic chemicals. You know, so I have been inspired by Kate a lot, you know, like from the tree planting, raising Moringa seedlings for pregnant women, planting trees to restore the land and all of that. So Kate mm-hmm. has been so great in my life as a Peace Corps lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what did, you know, so you were there, you were 16 years old and you were going to school, uh, right? When when Kate was living in your community? Right. Okay. I was by then in junior high school. When I met Kate. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Kate wasn't your counterpart. Uh, she wasn't someone that, you know, maybe that she was directly working with you with uh, maybe workshops or something. I mean, this was something that uh, came about by by chance. I mean, it was just right, because right. she well, she was there and you were there. Mm-hmm. She was very new, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kate was working. I was working and we met. We had a chat and she said, Oh, you can come to my house. So that 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 is how the whole thing started. You know, it was by chance, and I'm so grateful to meet her. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. I think that's important for for Peace Corps volunteers to know because I think we tend to think that the impact that we're going to have as a as a volunteer it's through you know these big classes that we have and these okay. big big sessions, but you know everything with you and Kate just you know, it was a, a one-on-one conversation. It, it wasn't exactly. this, it wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And what ways are you continuing to, to work with Peace Corps? You said that you, you've worked with Peace Corps since uh, Kate left. Yeah. So um, back in 2015, I registered my organization and um, I've been involved in training some Peace Corps volunteers, you know, and then um, RP, uh, RPCVs, and then mm-hmm. the National Peace Corps Association, you know, they've been sponsoring us for our tree planting project. So every year in Ghana, we plant about 20,000 trees, which we've planted about um, 60,000 for the past three years, being sponsored by the National Peace Corps Association and Water Charity. And, you know, just last year, the planting we did was to protect water bodies, because in Ghana, in the dry season, a lot of streams and river bodies dry up because um, they are lacking a lot of trees along the, you know, the boundaries of it. So we try to plant a lot of trees to protect the river during the dry season. And this was all done, you know, we did all of this using school kids so that they could learn from the practices, you know, so that um, in future they will know the best way to go. Mm-hmm. And are, uh-huh. are you continuing to to do educational projects like that so you're you're working with school kids to sort of be you know a, a peace corps volunteer in your own right so why mm-hmm. you know, while you weren't you know a peace corps volunteer in, in official capacity you know it's important for you know Ghanaians to make Ghana better it shouldn't be outside people Right, right, right. So that is what we are doing at the moment. So um, we are currently working with about um, eight schools and we have about 800 um, school cases in all. You see, so we do rotate the case um, to come to the farm. But before they come, we train the teachers to let them know the theoretical aspects before the students come on the field to learn the practical aspects. So this is basically what we're doing to change, you know, the face and then the understanding of um what um, life is about. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what are some of the, the biggest difficulties that you're, you're seeing and facing in Ghana right now? 
I think the most difficulties are, you know, the use of chemicals and, you know, uh, mining to kill our land and a whole, we don't have a green space. That's the most biggest problem, you know. So we're trying very hard. And this year, tree that will be planted in areas where land um, has been mined, you know. So we try to restore some of the areas that they've taken, like minerals, gold, diamond, and then they left the land. The land is being there very weak um, and they are not being productive for farmers to go back to farming. So we are trying to plant some fast growing species so that the land could be restored for farmers to go back to their land to um, farm on it. Mm-hmm. That's that's some amazing work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and do you, um, yeah, what, and what else? And all of this, we are using the school case, you know, and their, their ages is between um, three and 15. Okay, so we still want them to learn the practices and learn something out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, you've you've stayed in touch with Kate, you know, all these years, over the 16 years, correct? Right, 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 right. Through emails and, you know, since um she left, we've been communicating a lot through emails, Skype and Facebook. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was rather unfortunate. I've been in the U.S., um, Let's say um, two weeks ago, and we weren't able to meet because of schedules and all of that. She's been busy, and my time in the U.S. was also very tight, so we couldn't have enough time to meet when I was mm. there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hopefully uh, soon enough, you guys will be able uh, to to meet in person and, and catch up. And it's always always better than than an email. Exactly, exactly. You know. And um, even um, where she's working at the moment, they want to bring um, Peace Corps volunteers to Ghana. So um, we are trying to work on that. So I'll be having some couple of communication with the um, with the Wisconsin University College, the person who is in charge with the Peace Corps recruitment. And they will be discussing how they could bring um, volunteers to my organization to help with the community project that we are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and. The majority of people that listen to to my podcast and show are current volunteers or people who are interested in the Peace Corps. Um, as a, a host country national, someone who's worked with volunteers and is working in these communities, do you have any advice for for a Peace Corps volunteer? You know, for an American who is thinking about going uh, abroad to work. Uh, in in a country like Ghana or somewhere around the globe, um, do you have any advice for them for how they can better do their job or something that they need to be aware of or think about? Well, what I can say is, um, we you know, um, the Peace Corps, we have a lot of people who are doing good work, but um, I also see a lot of them who comes and then, you know, they they like to, you know, travel to see touring and all of that. But my advice to them is to, you know, um, I'll use Kate as an example. Kate doesn't take her work, you know, um, like being lazy with it or whatever. She's very serious with whatever she does, you know. So I will engage them to, I mean, to understand the concept that brings them here, okay, to tackle the the, the main problem on the ground. And I would say they should uh, focus on the agriculture and then the environmental aspects in their services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peace Corps is yeah. not is not a vacation. It's it's work. Right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so we are always um, welcoming everyone who want to work in Africa in Ghana. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you remember, do you have any, I guess, good or funny stories uh, about Kate and working with Kate that you would like to share with us? Well, well, okay. So um, <laughs> I could remember clearly when Kate was there, she once asked me what I want to do in future. And I said, I want to be like a journalist. And she was like, someone who does the music or someone who does a story. And I said, oh, I don't know yet. So Kate said, she brought me a very long notebook. Okay, if you don't know, then write about maybe someone who writes like a story, you know, for for a media. So I had mm-hmm. to um, come up with a story, you know, and I had to write about an accident that happened in my village where these police were chasing like um, robbers and then... Um, Finally, the robbers drove into a nearby river. You understand? So Kate said, okay, write a story that ends with, like, everybody was happy. Okay? It was sad when the robbers fell into the river with their car, but we were happy because they got caught. Okay? So, and then, um, that, is, that, that is one thing I was really happy with, uh, you know, the story. I like the story a lot. Anytime I remember it, I keep, I keep smiling, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And then there was another one um you know there was this old man who always passed by the house early morning. So um anytime um the the old man passes Kate makes like um a tea for the person. So anytime the person passes again um he will be like madam tea 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> so always he cannot speak the english so the only thing he can say madam good morning tea 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 <laughs> you know so <laughs> it's one of the funniest thing you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And then, yeah. And then she mm-hmm. then she was giving him tea for the rest of her service. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, Kate was very friendly, you know very open to everyone in the village. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. do you, do you remember uh, any struggles that, that Kate had anything that was difficult for her as a volunteer? Yeah, I think there was a time that um, she had to fetch from a riverside because there's no running water in the village. And then um, she had to walk on a narrow stick across the river and then she fell. You know, she fell off and then she hit from the knee. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of the struggles, you know. And sometimes, you know, because in my village, she was like a white. And then, you know, blacks, before, I was like a victim as well. You know, we think any white that we see has a lot of money. You know, so people keep coming to her house requesting and sometimes she'll be upset. You know, but that is like, that is how life is, you know. So. Mm-hmm. That is the one of the struggle um, she went through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what what are you looking forward to? You know, in your future and working with Call to Nature Permaculture. Uh, what are some of the big projects that you hope to accomplish in the upcoming year? And things that that, that we should to know about uh, your organization. Anything else? Okay, so um, what we want to do, we want to continue um, with our tree planting project with the Peace Corps, but we also want to acquire about um, 50 acres piece of land where we could set up like a training center, um, which will serve the Peace Corps in the nation 
to come for training and also everybody around the world who want to come and then stay and learn about permaculture and organic farming. But then we want to um, do this using like local materials, putting up like a local structure from the mud, from straw. We also know how to recycle, um, to build with bottles and lorry waste ties. Okay, so we want to also help with the um, recycling process by building with all those waste materials to reduce the burning rate in the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I was uh, doing some searching and I found uh, a YouTube video of you showing off a, a house that was built of tires. Right, right. Exactly. That was mm-hmm. somewhere around eight years ago. We did that eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a a pretty cool house and video, and it was nice to see how you know the the outside was you know made from these tires, but the inside you mm-hmm. know it looked it, it looked like a normal house. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we we intentionally left the outside so that people could see the material that we use for the building. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole the out, outside could also be plastered because the inside looks like the outside, but we plastered the uh, the inside because it would be like a living room for. Uh, people to stay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and you know it's it's less expensive you know and it's much cooler than building with like a bricks or blocks or whatever mm-hmm. yeah well those are the questions that i have for you today uh is there is there anything else that we should know that you should that you would like to to let the listeners know of this show who are uh, Peace Corps volunteers uh, or return Peace Corps volunteers? Okay, so what I want to say, um, we are still working with the Peace Corps. And then um, I would like to make one request if anybody want to help with our training center. Right now, we want to purchase about um, 20, less than, not less than 20 acres piece of land for our demonstration site. So if anybody want to support us with our projects, um, they could email us at calltonature at gmail.com or solomonamuzu at yahoo.com. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Too. Yeah. It's been great talking to you and glad we could finally do this. I'm glad too. I'm glad too. And there you have it. Another episode of the My Peace Corps Story podcast. If you want to know more about Kate's story, Kate Schachter, who Solomon was talking about, her story is partially featured on the Earth Day episode, episode 39. On that episode, I talked to a few different volunteers, and Kate talks about her service actually in the Republic of Georgia, where she was serving as a response volunteer. Her first service, when she met Solomon, was in Ghana. So if you want to hear a little bit more from Kate and about her service as a volunteer, be sure to check out episode 39. Also, let me know what you thought of this episode. As I said in the front of the show, uh, snap a screenshot of your podcast player, be it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, maybe there's something else that I don't know about. Uh, Take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag me. Let me know where you're listening, a little bit about yourself, and what you thought of the episode. I really enjoy putting these together, and I want your feedback to know that I am producing something that you guys enjoy. Thanks again for listening, and remember, every volunteer has a story. What's yours?